Pagbati. This is Josh and welcome to my podcast. Before everything else, uh, since this is our first episode, I'm gonna introduce a little something about myself. I'm Josh Fadautu, you can call me Josh, and currently I'm 18 years old and I'm a freshman in secret college. <laughs> Just kidding. So, uh, I won't be like talking about myself in this first episode, but rather, we'll be talking about something that's very relevant today. How do we adapt to change or commonly known as coping? Uh, before we proceed with the have a discussion, my sources would be from Cleveland Clinic Medical Professional with a last review from November 2020. And just a disclaimer, I don't have a psychological degree or any professional something something <laughs> to discuss this matter, but rather I'm just a human being on earth who experienced the same thing and I want to share it to other people so they know they're not alone, right? And we're all in this together. I believe so. <laughs> so proceeding, coping. What is coping? Well, coping is adjusting or tolerating negative events or realities while trying to keep a positive self-image and emotional equilibrium. So to sum it up, it's just like trying to adapt to a change while staying sane or not going crazy because of the changes. So we have this term called psychological stress or the negative life changes. But we need to remember that changes in general needs adapting. So whether it's negative or positive, there's a need and there's a demand for us to cope with them. And this is the reason why we stress so much about it because we cannot control change. Change is the only thing constant in the world, blah, blah, blah. But the, this control is where our stress coming from because we don't have the power to move or navigate things the way things are flowing. So when this stress, these changes happen so much in a short period of time, this may result in a low self-esteem or worst lead to mental illness. Shoppy! Coping mechanism. <laughs> oh my god. Just a disclaimer again, this is not sponsored. That's just from a notification on my phone. That's another coping mechanism. <laughs> but on a serious note, that's the reason why we need to learn how to properly adapt to changes. And I'm here to give you some tips from that source and actually with some incorporation of my personal experience. So getting with number one, lower our expectations. So remember Lady Gaga when she sang, my only enemy is me, Papa and one. That's the reason why our only enemy is ourselves. Just what I'm saying is we need to lower our expectations and things. Especially in this time of pandemic, not everyone is in the disposition to function just the same person as they are pre-pandemic. There is so much more happening, more than our corner in the corners of our room and the laptops we are facing right now. There is so much more than that. And we need to be a little kinder. So we need to lower our expectations in terms of their output, in terms of what's they're trying to keep their relationship going on how they try to share things on facebook or in other social media and you know you get what i mean we need to lower expectation but not to the point we sacrifice the moral obligation of everyone so what i'm trying to say is that we lower our expectation 
we don't expect so much from them, but we assure that they are always doing their moral obligations to be kind, to be respectful, and to have integrity within themselves. And that should reflect also to ourselves. You need to lower your expectations to yourself. You're seeing other people going with their work out so well and you're just so envious. Why you can't do it too? But you need to remember that being alive in these times is the best thing that your body can do. And you need to be grateful for that. Okay? So that's number one. We lower our expectations. Number two, this is very important. Ask for help. So this is so cliche, but no man is an island, okay? So you cannot take everything on your own. Little by little, learn how to trust other people. Ask for help in terms of in the simple things like doing household chores or doing your schoolwork. If you're having a hard time, ask your prof, ask your classmates. Uh, and anything that you're having trouble with and you feel like you can't do it alone, don't be shy to ask for help and know to have your persons, like my persons, okay? You, you have the people to trust in these times and that's very, very crucial in one's being. So remember that asking for help is not a sign of weakness, but rather a sign of maturity that you know you need others and yourself to grow better in life. Yay! <laughs> so that's for ask for help or number two advice. So number three is take responsibility. You might wonder how ironic I am saying that for the first two, we need to lower our expectations, we need to ask for help. But in the third part, you're saying as take responsibility. Why? Because when you take responsibility of your actions, that's the time you are in your own reality. And that's a reality check that you're on progress. When you take responsibility on things, especially for your mistakes, that's the time you know you are conscious that you are living. You are conscious that you are here on earth and you need to serve your purpose. So you take your responsibility not just because I told you or just because you feel like you need to, you need to take responsibility because you must, okay? Taking responsibility for every action that you do is a sign that you are progressing. On simple things, like for instance, you take responsibility of yourself. Proper hygiene, ma'am, huwag makalimutan maligo, okay? Or mag-toothbrush, ew. So yeah, or on other things like on school, you need to do your responsibility as a student. Even if it's very hard, try your best to listen. Or if you really can't, message your teacher because communication is your responsibility too. And in a community, if you can help, go. Go give some help. Or if you can't, just at least be the voice of the voiceless. There's so many things we can do or simple things we can do to take responsibility, okay? So number four is very personal favorite. This is my personal favorite. Distance yourself from the source of stress. So as I mentioned a while ago, we cannot control changes. We cannot control the source of our stresses. But you can control yourself. So as much as you can, try to distance yourself from that source because you cannot really grow and you cannot really heal from that stress if every day you keep on trying to touch it slowly and gradually try to distance 
and when you can, try to cut yourself from the source of stress. And that's where we start, we can say, we can start anew, okay? So number five, this is like my personal mantra. View it from a different perspective. I'm not saying that the way you're seeing it is not valid or true, but rather, what I'm saying is, maybe you're just looking on the other side of the box. There's so many things that can happen or can be seen from your own point of view. But when you try to navigate more from others' point of view, from other point of view you can see more and there you can reassess where you need to go where the problem is starting what you need to do and what you should be doing right now because when you see the perspectives and when you try to see it from the other perspective you see it as a whole and not as a bias of stress because maybe maybe just maybe you are also the reason of your stress, right? We never know. So that's really important to see it from perspectives and try to reassess. So that would be just the five and you can just read more on the internet if you want more. But you need to remember that coping is a process and not an event and progress isn't linear, okay? So when you decided to start coping right now, or you are currently coping right now and you feel so down, just remember, progress shouldn't be just a straight line. There's downs and up, but what's important is you're moving or you're falling forward, okay? And also we need to remember the preferences. We are different people with different upbringing, different culture and what, what, what not, so preference is not a surprise. And it should be a natural thing to respect the preference. But there's a limit to that because when a preference harms other people and endangers other people's right, you should call it out, okay? But in a proper way, of course. However, there are some instances where coping is a job, especially right now, when you enroll in online classes, it's your job to cope and to cope as fast as you can because uh, that's how unfair our educational system is. And more than that, you, you enrolled yourself to that. So you need to do it. So in an analysis, in a job, in a new job, you need to cope as quick as you can because you, you don't want to be left out and, or you don't want to be like underperforming your tasks. So when, when coping becomes a job, it is important to see how the environment works and how the environment works for you. So in that way, you know where you can cope more and when you cannot cope at all. So at the end of the day, we need to maintain emotional supportive relationship to people around us and to ourselves in order for us to make coping easy. Because as, as we go back, change is the only thing constant in this world, Brenda. So we always experience change and we always need to cope. And in order to make that easy, emotional support from your environment and yourself is important. So I hope you learned something from this podcast. And if you're feeling down right now, I hope you feel at least relieved. But if you don't feel relieved at all, it's okay. Bad days are valid. 
But if you're feeling happy right now, congratulations because I'm happy too in starting this podcast. So I hope you can support me in my future episodes. Uh, but if you're not supporting me, that's okay. I'm just going to keep on blabbering here. <laughs> but more so, again, this is Josh and that's the end of my podcast. Maraming salamat.